all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-drama Cafe podcast. To JTBC, how in the heck do you expect me to mentally recover from this? If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Sarai, at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, or if this is not your first time here, welcome and welcome back. Thank you for joining me. This is going to be an interesting episode. This might be a, an emotional roller coaster. This may be somber, or this may be just, going, just me going off on a rant because of how frustrated I am because of the show that I'm going to talk about today. But otherwise, thank you so much for joining, and I hope that you are wherever you're at. I hope you're enjoying your day. If you're at work, I really hope you have a good day. Um, if you are at school or you're a student, hang in there. You got this. If you're driving, please drive safe. So yeah, so today's episode is going to be my final review on Snowdrop. Yes, Snowdrop. Watch the last episode. And I just, I have no words. I don't even know, honestly, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know, like, I had my notes on, like, my outline right before I was going to watch the last episodes, the last two episodes on Sunday. But literally, as soon as, the moment I finished them, that just went out the window because I don't even know, I don't know. (laughs) If you guys don't know, um, if you guys don't know, where I'm getting that with this, I'm very, very wrecked at this, at how this show ended. If you have heard my previous episode, you will, you would have heard how excited I was, how excited I was about the show, how I recommend it to anyone, everyone, how it's the kind of show that literally has a little bit something for everyone. Great characters, great cast, great directing, great script. Now that I finished it, I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if I liked the ending. I don't know if it's because I'm going through a rough patch right now um in my life right now or you know that it triggered the ending. That triggered some kind of emotional something. Or if it's just literally me not being biased, not really, like, kind of questioning whether I really do recommend this show or not. I know, I know, I sound so indecisive, but this is why I don't, this is why I wait until I complete a drama before I fully say I want to recommend something. But I still recommend this show. But I have to say that if you are going through something, if you are going through it, I don't think I recommend it. (laughs) I say watch the show if you're at a just plain regular season in your life and you need a little bit of drama or something or you need something artistic with an artistic type of ending where it leaves it up to the interpretation of the audience or not even, it's not even, no, it's set in stone. The ending was, I mean... The last, last scene was kind of like, oh gosh, okay. Honestly, I'll get there when I get there. I'll, I'll explain 
how I feel about the last last scene and the actual ending itself. But if you are going through something in life, if you experience a death, if you have been stabbed in the back, <laughs> just kidding. If you have abandonment issues, if you have betrayal trauma, I don't recommend this show. If you are the type of person that cannot watch something that's too close to home, I would not watch this show. At least not at the time where you're struggling and you're hanging on to dear life or you feel like you just can't catch a breath. That I don't think that would be a good time to watch the show because let me tell you something. During the, this week, it was pretty rough. Uh, I don't want to, you know, go into too much detail, but there's just a couple of stuff going on in my family. And um, I ended up watching the show thinking it was going to make me happy. And I watched it and I could not stop crying. I could not, like, even today, even, like, I think it was today or yesterday where I thought about it or I was going scrolling through Instagram. I know, like, I'm posting a lot about Snowdrop right now um, because overall, I do love this show. Like, I really loved this show, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just my personal, like, experience, but once I finished it, I just could not, I could not stop crying. Like, I could not stop crying. And when I think about it, when I go through, like, Instagram and just see, like, um, different scenes with, like, the leads and stuff, it's just so hard to think about everything that these characters went through and how it ended. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know if, if I don't want to, I don't know if I should say, like, oh, it's a realistic type of ending or it's just... I don't know, you guys. I really hope that someone can express how they feel about this ending because I'm at a loss for words. And yeah, that's a very long intro to this episode. But pretty much, again, I'll be doing my final review, a little bit of recap. I'll share my favorite moments of the show. Hopefully I can get through it without thinking about it. <laughs> without thinking about it and without probably crying again but right let's get into it final review of snowdrop okay so there are a lot of things that happen um within the last i want to say four three to four episodes um but i did not want to go into full detail but i truly feel like you know, you guys should definitely check it out for yourself. I didn't want to give too much spoilers. Um, but just so I could just recap a bit the best that I can. Um, so we left off at what I tr was trying to kind of describe my last episode was that they were being held. Okay, well, okay. So I kind of explained that this entire um hostage thing was an entire was an actual scheme for the election they pretty much want to do was they want to kill off everyone and make it look like the spies did it but you know the spies killed themselves at the same time that way that the ruling party that's currently right now on um in government can look good and stay obviously so 
from there and to the end that's pretty much what we're kind of working with um the main character suho he goes through it like he literally he like i said in my previous episode all he wanted all he wanted to do or his main mission was just to complete the mission go back to the north and make sure that his sister safe because we find out that his other two comrades including you know himself i don't know if they have their family like in hostage or if they just have someone tailing the family in the meantime while they're out in the mission in case anything happens they just kill the family off um i don't know what where i i think it was oh oh secretly greatly um, if you guys have not watched this show, uh, sorry, it's not even a show, it's a film with Kim, um, Kim Soo-hyun. And, um, he plays a North Korean spy. And, oh, it's pretty tragic, too. Maybe, okay, I have my theories of why this show ended the way it did. But, at the same time, Crash Landing on You, which also has to do with, like, they're not spies, but this has to do with, like, a North Korean man falling in love with a uh, South Korean woman. Um, if you have not seen it, what are you doing? Go watch it. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, I have my theories on why they ended it that way, but it, it's just my theory. I could be absolutely wrong, but, uh, okay, so if, okay, so for Secretly Greatly, he, well, his mission was to be living in a rural type of town for like, I don't even know how long, maybe two years. For whatever reason, I don't know if his main mission was to like gain intel, you know, acquire intelligence of South Korea. Like, I don't really remember, but I remember that he would always try to like secretly write a letter to his family. Um... He pretty much was there to keep his family safe. Like, yeah, he was loyal to his country. Yeah, he was just like... He was like a a big deal when it comes to like being an agent of North Korea. But you could see how he really was trying to just follow orders to make sure that his family's safe. So, I don't know... Um, I don't know if that's actually a thing. Um... I didn't really look into it either, but pretty much in this show as well, that's what they do. They keep tabs on the agents' families, and if they go, if they rebel, if they their ideologies change or whatever, they pretty much threaten them and um, pretty much threaten them with their family. And it's just so, it's so sad. And with this character, with Suho's character, we find out, because... You see the first part of the show, how, like, sweet and tender he is and how he's just, like, a regular college student. Uh, well, grad student who falls in love with young bro, like, you know. But then it just switches, like, he does a 180 and he's, because he's a North um, Korean spy and he's trying to complete his mission. He's just cold. He has a cold demeanor. He doesn't really smile. He just just trying to do what he has to do. He holds the um, dorm hostage so that he can um, kind of make um kind of negotiate with the ansp so that they can escape um and then he doesn't really like 
interact as much with young girl because she's in there and you just are confused like okay did you ever really like her or what's up but the whole but yeah oh, i just remember the ending okay okay calm down but the entire time he loved her and he had to keep up this facade and he was good at it because he's well known for for what he does you know in north korea and we find out that he the whole time he was just trying to keep her safe even though he would talk bad to her even though he like pointed a gun at her he you could tell like re-watching some like episodes back i saw like okay like he was just trying to keep her safe he was just trying to put up a facade so that his other teammates wouldn't see that or would try to kill her or anything like that including dr kong which by the way is not her real name but um so for dr kong she's in there obviously and we find out that she's also a north korean spy who was sent to be there to infiltrate i guess the nsp because she was actually a head doctor at like a like a university hospital university or something like that and she was actually the mistress of Nam Il. And Nam Il is a very powerful man who works with ANSP. Who is a part of the scheme to keep the president the president. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she's deep in infiltrated. But she was sent over there to get those uh, spies and to take them safely home. Um, but she's in there and she pretty much has to keep up the the, like her she has to keep her identity safe um you know keep it a secret act like she's actually she is actually a doctor actually but you know kind of um yeah like she's not a north korean spy obviously so pretty much when her identity is revealed she's obviously shows her true colors of of how ruthless she is and that was a huge problem because even before that when she you know her identity her identity was still kept a secret um she would tell him like because she could notice you know little things like he would start to slip of how much he cared about onion world and he would say whatever personal feelings you have you need to put them aside like your comrades are more your family is waiting for you you know and he would just be like i don't have any personal feelings even though that's completely wrong and he makes it super obvious um well he doesn't make it obvious for anybody just for those that know how to really read read him and she's one of them who's who's pretty much if she sees anything she'll probably kill you she'll probably kill him or kill her and at one point she does like kind of she does get her slaps her really hard and has her thrown into like a basement without food or water and he pretty much watches the whole thing and he oh gosh he did such a great job (sighs) he did such a great job in like um showing showing how like how he's obviously affected of how you know young rose being treated but there's nothing that he can absolutely do because if he does anything if he tries to save her protect her you know whatever he tries to do it's gonna make it worse for young rome and pretty much from episode i want to say eight and on that's how it is and it's later revealed that he doesn't want he kind of reveals it to young rome 
um, when they're at the little, like, nurse, what is it? It's not a nursery. It's, like, a little, like, first aid uh, room, like a nurse's office kind of thing. And he tells her, look, like, I, I don't want anyone to die. I don't want the students to die. I don't want you to die. I especially don't want my comrades to die. Just wait nine days. I think it was about that time it was nine days. And we'll leave, you know, peacefully. Because of the uh, election scheme, nine days, they were supposed to, quote unquote, you know, blow up or fake blow up the dormitory nine days before the election. But then they were supposed to, like, kind of. So there's a, the, they said that they were going to fake it but secretly like help them escape that's what the nsp was telling them obviously it turns out that it was completely they were completely lying and who was the big liar young rose dad and with young rose dad he was a frustrating man because you almost feel sympathy for him because he lost his um, older son. His daughter is being held hostage. And he just wants to save her. But the problem is that he just wants to save her. He does not care about anyone else. He wants to continue with the scheme. He just wants to take her out. But the problem is that she obviously loves her, you know, her colleagues but also loves a north korean spy so she's also trying to keep everyone safe and keep them alive and then we have black tiger which is kong mu who is an ansp leader i don't yeah he also wants to keep everyone safe just because that's just who he is you know he doesn't and he's the one who actually realizes it's a a, a scheme and tells Suho, this is a scheme, you know, and like we need to work together. At this point, they abandoned us. NSP abandoned me and the students, and North Korea has abandoned you. We need to work together. And at first, obviously, Suho was like, I can't trust anyone. I'm not going to trust you. I need evidence, which makes complete sense because obviously, the director of the NSP has been like fooling him, has been trying to like, you know, yeah, like pretty much fooling them telling them that they're going to keep them safe but honestly they're going to be they're end up they're going to end up killing them or killing everyone actually but eventually and a lot of stuff happened like a lot of things happen but eventually they do work together and that is like those are my favorite episodes when he realizes that his country had abandoned him ansp has abandoned um young ro and obviously kong mu and the students there once he finally realizes that he's like no i'm not doing this i i'm not doing this and so he works with kong mu releases him because he was obviously tied up dr kong obviously tied him up and he she was trying to like keep everyone in there and they get her they get um, one of the comrades, they get both of them, and they tie him up, and then and the other comrade, he, he, he is one of the people, let me tell, okay, Suho, okay, Lim Suho, <sighs> oh my gosh, okay, 
he is the type of man okay what was i get okay this is where i was trying to get to but then i got distracted he my gosh he is the kind of man who will he literally has saved everyone he has come in contact with dr kong was in the brink of death she was gonna fall off a cliff but lim su ho saved her during i don't know if it was like some kind of training or something but it was like in the dead winter and like in the like winter storm and she was about to fall to her death he comes to her rescue he doesn't even know who she is they have not even i think they were still in training um and yeah he saved her then there's the comrades who when they were in training he also saved them for from from death as well not only that because from start from the beginning kong mu and um lim su ho have been like added with each other like they did not like each other you know they were they're em- they were enemies but then later on when they start working together they actually made a really great team i absolutely love those episodes when they work together like if they would have kept ugh, if they would have kept working together i think everyone would everyone would have survived Every, i mean everyone survived except for except for a few people that we'll get there but if they would have just kept working together they would have made it oh my gosh oh my gosh but anyways turns out that when he was in i think munich or berlin or whatever he kong mu was also saved by lim su ho there was an incident where he was also saved but he was blindfolded so he never got to see that it was him you know what i'm saying like he's the kind of guy who does not leave anyone behind and even though comrade drew who's like he is like a killer machine he does not care he's all for the party he's loyal he would have blown himself up by now um he's tried to kill suho he's tried to kill most like everyone he's tried to you know even even at the end he still wanted to save him and dr kong was like why do we have to bring him like why and she's like no we're all going that's the kind of man that suho was and i feel like that is just like the perfect pair for onion Ro because onion Ro was that way too she she would have gave herself up also for the college students as well and she was so disappointed when she realized that her dad only wanted to save her she it, instead of like a, a regular person would have just accepted that and just like okay yeah but she was like because he te- she tested him she went out for a bit to talk to him and then he kind of like told whoever his snipers to kill suho she gets in front of him to protect him and says wow like she's crying she says you all you want to do is just save me you did not even want to save everyone else you want to carry out with this plan with this scheme it's so heartbreaking it's really heartbreaking but what makes it worse for me is that again like suho all he wanted to do again he literally became the best one of the best because he's pretty strong like, he's pretty strong he's smart like he's really skilled at what he does and the reason why 
was because he his dad i think yeah later on we found out that his dad worked in a mine i think but he was also a musician was killed in a mine and his mom okay left them to be a part of like the party and later on we find out that she's the one that gave the orders to kill him gave the orders to dr kong to comrade Ju, to even at the end there was a like a last like uh, um like a mole like a one last north korean spy that was there like the whole entire time which i'm just gonna spoil it it's the old man the old janitor oh gosh which is such a shame because if it weren't for that extra spy they would have made it through they would have made it through anyways uh, okay um but yeah she pretty much she disregarded him she abandoned him completely and it was just him and his little sister and they were little kids and he he was they were at the side of a train station he was obviously crying because she was in the brink of death there's this car that comes and there's like this i think he's like the leader or director of something um but he's a powerful man in north korea and it turns out it was him and he says i can just i'll do anything just please save my sister someone save my sister and the old man was like you'll do anything so from there he adopted them too but he knew who he was he knew it was i forgot her name Suryang or something like that that he knew whose son he was so he, for his gain he adopted them to raise them up obviously made them into like killing machines obviously um raised them up and later on to throw it at her face and she did not care she's like i don't care who he is like you tried to use it against me but i honestly do not care so he so suho's finding this out while he's in the dorm room finding all this out that his adoptive father abandons him because he also gives an order to annihilate everyone including him um and then he finds out that she's the one that gave an order to comrade drew that if he changes that ideology kill him on the spot and then also sends another um he she pretty much sends it to everyone to kill him to annihilate him so he's abandoned not only is his father dead his sister's in north korea at the hands of the north korean government if he does not complete his mission or you know because towards the end there is um they order him to blow himself up or else they're gonna kill her by midnight (sighs) yeah yeah and he is backed into a corner because if he blows himself up he is gonna kill everyone but if he does not kill himself up, they're going to kill his sister who has a baby. So there's that, okay? He did he did everything. To, he became a North Korean agent to save his sister. Okay? Till the end, all he did was work for... Okay, I'm getting emotional. All he did was just... All the missions he's done was just to keep her safe. And when he was in the dorm, he was betrayed by his so-called adoptive father, who obviously was it a betrayal because he 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 was just like, when was he actually an adoptive father? This whole time he was using him, his real mom, 
And when Suho finds out, man, he's devastated. His real mom, his real mom, he finds out that she's, she's, I don't even know what to call her. He finds out that she's the one that orders, ordered for almost everyone to kill him. Then, then, <laughs> not only that, but he also is in a predicament where his, the love of his life, his father, is a horrible man. And he, he tried to keep that, the fact that he was part of the scheme away from Young Ro. And he, obviously she eventually finds out, but he tried to like, try to keep it from her so she doesn't feel horrible. And he's watching everything horrible happen, like everything bad happened to her, with the dead that with the death of his um, of her of her brother, with the fact that knowing that her father is the one in on this scheme to kill all these young women and like these people, he's seeing her get like almost not like, yeah like almost tortured by you know his comrades. And he he can't do anything, and he tries so hard. He tries so hard to keep everyone just safe. Him along with Kong Mu, like Kong Mu, Black Tiger. Oh uh, yeah, he he is something else because he's just uh, he again. He does all that he. You can see the desperation towards the end, and he literally tells. The NSB director, like, these are young girls. Like, why would you do this? Why would you do this? Like, come on. Like, these are young girls. Like, it's just amazing. It's just amazing at... It's just amazing. <sighs> but, yeah. I think what made me more emotional was the fact that... That Suho kept talking about how... If he was a regular man, what he would do. And then with her too, with young girl, like she was a daughter of the the person who was horrible, who did very bad things, who allowed very bad things to happen to the people of South Korea. With like framing, torturing, you know, like things like that. A lot of bad things actually. And she was the daughter of him. And there was so much barriers with them, but they happen to have fallen in love with each other. And it's just like, why? And why I'm really upset is because they set it up to be in a way where in the midst of this, like, <laughs> these selfish, like, awful, like, just uh, chaos, there's this little... This little love that's trying to make it through. And they set it up in a way where... <laughs> I don't know. They just set it in, in a way where it's like, okay, like in the midst of it all, there's this little love that's, that's fighting. <sighs> and it's frustrating because it... It... <laughs> yeah, doesn't it doesn't make it through. And it's so sad because 
everyone was in it for themselves like everyone i think i saw something on instagram where they said that this was like romeo and juliet but i kind of agree but at the same time i think the difference is that romeo all he was was in it for himself and for juliet and for suho he it would save anyone and obviously young ro he didn't try to save his own skin oh my gosh yeah yep um so there's like a different things that happen but one of the main things that happened is that um kind of where the cli- the main climax was was that he was or- suho was ordered to um to blow himself up by midnight and so what they so i think where the problem was where i didn't like where the story was going was they had they he wanted to convince both dr kong and comrade Drew. the other comrade like he loved suho and he was loyal to suho so he was fine and he believed in suho but comrade Drew and dr kong they were loyal they were loyal to the party regardless if they had abandoned them doesn't matter so suho was trying to convince them to kind of like realize like hey like they have left us like we need to survive we need to work together to survive obviously comrade Ju was not in for it he's like no like i'd rather kill myself and kill you and da 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 dr kong she thought about it because she did not want suho to die because she had feelings for him I don't know if I mentioned that, but she, ever since he was saved by him, she had feelings for him. So she kind of is like, okay, like, okay, fine. And I think that's where I started not to like where this was going because I feel like Dr. Kong, even though she did a lot for them, I feel like. I don't know like she just kind of messed everything up because she okay so when she was finally freed and she's like okay i'll work with you guys whatever her plan was to intercept the money remember um i've said this in my previous episode where south korea they just want to win again remain the same power north korea was in it for the money and there's a specific amount of money i think it was 300 million won i think I cannot remember like three billion three million dollars so she said if we intercept the money and we bring it back here they will not kill us which is essentially kind of a good idea but they can they don't know if they could trust her they don't know if they're gonna run away she's gonna run away with the money they don't know if she's gonna like leave them in there they don't know but suho being the kind-hearted tender man that he is trusts her Obviously, Kang Mu, I would have been more like Kang Mu, like, um, what do you think you're doing? You're just trying to leave. Like, what are you doing? Suho is always looking at the best of everyone. (laughs) Why? And I think that's where the problem, that's where I was like, I don't know if I like this. Like, I don't know if I'm liking where this is going. Now, was it intriguing? Was, like, the drama there? Was, like, the plot tests were crazy? All that stuff? Yes. But I just don't... I feel like they could have gone a different route. Like, I just feel like they could have gone a different route. So, 
she goes out there, intercepts the money, and they don't know if she's coming back. So they're trying to find a way. They're trying to figure out a way. He's working with Kong Mu. And... Oh my gosh, man. So he's working with Kong Mu, all this stuff. But the problem is... She comes back, and that's fine. But because she's so effing selfish, she's like... Let's leave on our own accord. She just pretty much was like, let's leave. I have the money. Let's go. So she's like, who do you care about more? Your family, your sister and your comrades or these people? Like, and he was just like, again, back into the, back in the corner. And he obviously went with them because he felt like if he would have stayed there, they, it would have been more dangerous. And I think what annoyed me was that she gave him, like, when he when she was leaving the dorm to intercept the money, he was like, are you con- are you going to come back? I think, or I think she was like, do you, you don't trust me, do you? And then he's like, are you going to come back? Like, please, like, like, everyone depends on you right now. My sister, my comrades, like, Kong Mu, like, the staff, the, the, the girls, like, this, you know. And she, and she was like, then give me a reason to come back. Like, girl, like, you know, he's not in love with you. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, why not just come back just to save, to save them? She should have just left. She should have never came back when she came back. Like, yeah, it was helpful because whatever, but she should just she should have just left and made her own life or whatever but she she was like then give me a reason to come back and she tells him like right before she was she was um she was leaving like let's go live in like let's go live together in a different country like come with me you know and he i don't know if he i don't think he agreed or anything but he pretty much was like she convinced convinced him when she came back she convinced him to leave with her and obviously the comrades to leave and then and then like pretty much the dorm and kung mu was just kind of left on their own to figure it out yeah why did he leave again i think it was to keep his sister safe and he, he thought that it was the best and he pretty much was like he told young Ro like you know we're never gonna see each other again. It's just not possible. But to keep her safe, pretty much, to, so he wanted to leave, get out of her life, to keep her safe. He wanted to keep his comrades safe, so obviously he left with them. I just don't think it was a good idea. I just don't. I feel like either she should have just stayed locked up or something. Or she should have just left with the money and never came back. And then they could have found another way to save everyone. Um, whatever it was, like, eventually they could have found a way between Kong Mu, Hanna, who's outside. And, um, you know, they could, they could have found a way. But Dr. Kong, I feel like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love you, you know, like, I love her. And her, her performance was amazing as well, but the character like i just feel like she just jacked everything up like why like why did he why was it a character that 
fell in love, like, loved him and, like, was trying to use the whole, like, keeping everyone safe to her advantage to keep him, like, like, why would you do that? You know, like, I feel like if I see, if I know, like, I, like, there's a guy I like or whatever, which happened before, like, it happens where you're just like, okay, they don't like me, like, I'm back off, that's fine, like, or they love someone else, like, why would you force them or try to use things for your gain? I mean, uh, granted, she's, people are people, like, uh, you can't say, like, and then this is a story, but it's just frustrating okay anyways so i just feel like she should he should have never gone i just really feel like he should have never gone but okay so he leaves kongmu is trying his hard they figure out a way oh yeah so then it is revealed that young girl is actually the ansp uh, daughter thing is revealed in the in the news and so he finds out and he finds out that they're gonna bomb the place. Um, and so he hears it in the radio with her, with Dr. Khan while they're leaving. And he's like, I'm sorry, I have to go. And she's like, Are you freaking kidding me right now? At, the, at that point, okay, now I'm talking about the ending. Okay. <sighs> Why I'm so annoyed. So they escape. But then turns out there's another northern spy who has to who happens to be the freaking janitor. And he's ordered to kill them Suho and the comrades as well. He tracks them down. They eventually have to split up, so like the comrades um are waiting for them for for Dr. Kong and for Suho. Um jeez. They're literally waiting at the dog for the boat. I think it was a 2 a.m. boat. And yeah, they're talking. They're they're like talking about a life after this whole situation. They're talking about, you know, they're talking about fried chicken. They're talking about like just a regular conversation where you see Comrade Ju kind of like just he's a normal guy now. He's not crazy. His demeanor is definitely lighter. And bam. Bam, comrade. Um, not Comrade Ju, but the other one falls to his death. He's shot on the head. And then Janitor shoots the other guy. And he comes close, and he comes in, and he's like, his last words was, whatever you do, please do not tell my mom about my death. And then he gets shot again, and those two are killed. Dr. Kong, Lim Su Ho, go to the docks, arrive there, and then they're caught up with with the janitor. And pretty much what he was ordered to do was kill them three. But then take Dr. Kong with them. Because I think Dr. Kong was... Yeah, because it was... Because they knew Dr. Kong had intercepted the money. So, he's eventually ended up escaping. I think they end up uh, killing... When someone killed... I think she killed the janitor or something like that. Something happened. And so, he's like, I have to go back. I'm sorry. And then she's like... Are you serious? He's like, yeah, it's Young Ro. Like, Young Ro. I'm going to save her. I have to go back. And she's like, she tells him his real, her real name. And she's like, I don't know. They save their goodbyes. I'm just kind of like, really? Like, you get to escape. You get to live a life. Okay, whatever. I'm not there yet. Um, so they part ways. And it's like, she knows that he's going to die. Like, 
he's not gonna survive this so she's obviously in tears she leaves he goes back goes back to young road saves them helps um kong Mu to have them escape before they blow up the place um or before the swap team swat team goes in there and kill everyone um they pretty much are successful but there's so many so many officers that he has to like he has to stay behind to pretty much kind of slow them down kong Mu's like look take young ro and leave i'll take care of this and he's like no why why like why like suho's younger (laughs) like he had a chance uh and and that moment was such a great moment because he's like he calls him young which young means like older brother um and pretty much it's i mean i'm pretty i'm sure you guys know that um like they call each other opa or or hyung um nuna uni um even if you're not related it's like a form like like a um form of like of affection you know stuff like that so he calls him young that was like oh i love that scene and 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 kong mu was like taking it back and he's like all right and obviously young girl's like fighting she's like no 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 so they they're about to escape but then she goes back to him and he's badly hurt and then they try to escape upwards to the roof (sighs) They go up there, he gets a radio, and he tells Tom, um, not tail, and he's like, he tells him, like, I have the account information with the money, and then he gives him the information, and he said the password, only me and Young Ro know. He said that Young Ro knew the password so that she, they could keep her safe, so they could get the password from her. So, because, even though it was him who knew it, the password only, he knew that they would have probably just killed him off and then take her and that's pretty much what happened they infiltrate the the very like not the first place where they met but the place where they spent a lot of the times with where they had their first kiss by the way i i haven't mentioned that but um they obviously had kissed in that um in the attic and infiltrated and he like pushes her to the corner and he gets shot multiple times in front of her and she's she's obviously ballistic like she's like crying and she's seeing everything he falls to the ground she jumps on him and then he's like look promise me promise me that you will live even if it gets hard and i think that's when it wrecked me like no this is not happening like there has to be like something where the next scene is like him surviving even though it was like because at first he has got shot a few times i'm like okay he can survive this he can survive this but then the amount of times that they freaking shot him at the attic i was like i don't know he's not gonna survive this he's he's gonna die he's gonna die and then he tells her you better live like why okay and yeah he he dies there and she they grab her like she does not get closure she does not get a moment much to him everybody's infiltrated invading their space he doesn't she doesn't have time with him and she why am i getting emotional okay they grab her they take her out she's obviously like 
putting up a fight, take her out, and she he sees her being taken away. And I think he's, like, happy because she's going to be, they're going to keep her alive pretty much. And that's it. Like, that's pretty much the ending. The rest of this, the um, show is just life after like Kangmu and Hana, I think they're back together. And then he has a flower, so I'm guessing that he's gonna go see the graveside of Suho. Um, and then you see like Bunok and um, Miss P, the dorm. They like are getting ready for a roll call, and you know they look at each other and they smile. And who else? And then they just see everybody else who was part of the scheme being arrested, including Young Rose's dad. And then, like, all the ladies, like, crying because they lost all their money. Um, I think that's it. But then you see... Okay, I'm going to calm down. Then you see Young Ro. And because he, while he was dying, he gave her a cassette tape. Because um, when she first met him the first day, she went home and she had her radio and she recorded she tape recorded like it was kind of like a diary she was just saying like about how she met him she's like i never always wanted to know about first love but or love at first sight and i think i felt it she's like is this first love like are we meant to be does this mean that we're meant to be together she just like explains the entire day of how she felt and like how her heart almost exploded and you know when they first touched their hands um you know stuff like that she was like ugh, obviously giddy he was trying to um duplicate a tape that had evidence of the scheme and he happened upon that and listened to the whole thing and you just see him like push record and he just says young row and then it takes to the next scene i think this was an episode well, i want to say 12 when that see when i when you see that he's gonna record something I had a feeling, I had a hunch, he's not going to make it. Because I'm thinking, I, I thought to myself right away, he's going to record something and she's going to listen to it after he's dead. But I didn't want to think about that because I, I just didn't want him to die. Like, I didn't want, like, he had, he had, he was trying so hard to just keep everyone alive, you know? And he wanted to live. Like, there's scenes it's just a story. Calm down. Okay. There's, <laughs> there's scenes where he says that he has to live. <sighs> okay. And. Okay. I need to calm down. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I was. I thought maybe there's a happy ending. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe it's like crash landing on you. Where they see each other like 10 years from now. Or something like that. Um. I mean, that's not what happened crashing on you, but, like, it's not, like, a happy ending, but not, like, a full happy ending where it's kind of, like, they separate, but then eventually they meet up, whatever, something like that, like, I don't know, like, I, I was hoping still, but I, at the back of my head, I knew I had a feeling, like, he's, he's gonna record something, she's gonna hear it once he's gone, so, yeah, when he was dying, he gives her the record, the tape recording. And at the very end, she's listening to it. She she's she goes into the um, coffee shop where they first met. She sits down and it looks like she's probably 
hadn't gone in there for a while and she was like kind of had gotten so much courage or waited for a good time to go up there she goes there she starts building the little matchsticks i don't know if you guys remember from the first episode that that's how they met he was like he had made a little tower and she's like making a little tower while listening to the cassette tape because she had like a walkman i think it's like there i don't know if they're called walkman but pretty much it's like a portable cassette player and she had her little um headphones and she's listening and you're watching how he recorded and listening and then him remembering when they first met and that whole dialogue is so beautifully heartbreaking because she said he said the moment that i first that we first locked eyes and you grabbed my hands to keep from um the match tower to from falling like i have to admit like i had feelings for you since then oh my gosh why sorry (sighs) yeah and he and then he goes on to saying like what if i if i were a normal young man if i were a normal young man and then it goes into like again you guys have to see this where they meet each other afterwards and he's like he grabs her but by the wrist kind of like to stop her and he you see him say like would you like to have dinner and then he stops because he sees that someone else is telling him so then he's just like you know what forget it like there's no way i could have a normal life so he doesn't ask her but you see that scene again as he's talking about if you were a young man i would have asked you out that date and then i would have taken you out to dinner that would have meant that we would have been together right like dating like boyfriend girlfriend and then he mentioned like the different things that he would do with her like go to the amusement park like regular stuff and then he's like you i think the main and this is why it's called snowdrop he's like you were like a flower that bloomed inside of me to the cold me i think that's the most emotional part of his uh, monologue and and then he says that he has to go but i will never forget you i will always remember you forever and he says her name onion row i love you sanahe <laughs> and she, you just see her sobbing sobbing and she's not wearing like she's wearing something like she's she's wearing something else from when she first so obviously it's a different scene kind of showing that she's listened to it several times and she's sobbing holding on to the portable cassette t- uh portable cassette <laughs> sorry <clears throat> portable cassette um player holding on to it and sobbing and sobbing and that's how it ends yo that's how it ends I don't know what's more heartbreaking, this one or Hotel de Luna's. I think because, I think the difference between Hotel de Luna's because you knew from like the middle that she had to cross over the, um, cross over to the, to like the afterlife. But this one, like he could have had a chance, man. He could have had a chance, but because people were so selfish because people 
were in it for themselves, for power, for money. Their love could not make it. And the only reason what's keeping her alive, or not alive, but like kind of keeping her going, is that he told her, like, promise me that you live even when it gets hard. I don't know who wrote this. I'm going to look them up right now. And I think what makes it worse for me is the controversy because people, they are so, a lot of people are so upset because of the, the distortion of history. Like, they don't want to take it as like, oh, okay, this is a story or anything like that. Like, they're really upset. And that kind of upsets me more because they did such a great job, yo. Like, like I understand, like, I could never invalidate anyone's feelings or anything like that. And I respect, I respect, like, I didn't leave i didn't live during those times and i know it's a sensitive topic for them um so i of course i respect but they can't like you can't deny that they did a really great job at it but you just can't like they really did so yeah so i just know that that writer wrote sky castle as well but i i haven't seen sky um sky castle so i'm not sure but yeah so yeah that's how it ends and i'm wrecked (laughs) it sucks that there's controversy around it because i wish that people appreciate it more for the art that it is um but you know i mean like again like i i i am really no one to say anything um or disrespect how people feeling uh how people feel but from a personal standpoint this this is a great great well executed show i am so upset at the ending because well okay well that's pretty much i'll get into my review so pretty much that's how it ends the final scene which is kind of frustrating too is is she's there at the same coffee shop and it's him playing the guitar and singing and she's watching him and they're smiling i don't know why they added that i don't know if it's like oh this this is what could have been kind of type of thing but i just feel like why make it worse you know like it's not like that actually happened it's probably in her mind and the fact that they're insinuating that it could be her imagination makes it worse for me makes it even more like like she's never gonna get over him you know what i mean like like they don't sh- I'm getting emotional again. Okay. They don't show her move on. They don't sh- it's not like some shows where like years pass and like they're living their life and they're whatever, they're successful or whatever, they did something in life. But then they have that moment of like a remembrance of that person and they get a little sad, but because of that person, they promise to continue on living. They just kind of, you know, and it's not the case like she's hasn't gone over it and you don't know if she does and then you you show that scene <laughs> you show that scene of him you know what could happen and <laughs> like why why did they do that i don't know i have no idea i don't know what they were trying to show or they were trying to say they're just trying to say or just kind of show how tragic it is i i don't know but that's pretty much the scene 
and that's that was snowdrop <laughs> it's kind of all over the place because i don't really go too much into detail um but a lot of stuff happens a lot of really good stuff happens um one thing that i didn't mention is the kiss like the kiss was was in episode 11 and um that's one of my favorite scenes actually because she he like you just see their interaction of what could have been if they were regular people like literally he was flirting with her like they were teasing each other they were being silly they were like being serious at the same time and um it's a whole coffee scene like you'll see it and all over social media but pretty much he was feeling bad because she he realized that his dad abandoned him and she sees that and she tries he she tries to cheer him up to make him coffee so they go to their place at the attic and um she's making him coffee and she's like you know this is special coffee like um if you drink this your bad memories will erase or delete and then he's like okay and so they're just like teasing each other and then she's like so they're just like you know saying like oh i you know drinking the coffee saying what they would erase and one of the things is that he said the fact that I put a gun to your head and he drinks the coffee and then she's like she looks at him and she does the same thing because by that time she realizes like his true intentions and what he has to go through the fact that what he has to go through and what he has to suffer as like the the fact that he is doing what he's he's you know he has this profession because he's just trying to keep his sister safe and so he's trying to she's trying to make him feel better the <laughs> to the best of her abilities and she also takes a sip and she says that's been erased too such a good scene and so he's like makes her you know grabs her hand and then lifts up the cup to her and say you know have has her drink it he doesn't drink it and he's like then erases too and leans in and he kisses her and it's such a great scene because it's not like a full makeout session or she because she's obviously she's young and this she's never have she's never had any experience. So she just the way they portray the kiss is just perfect because obviously it's her first kiss and so she wouldn't have known how to kiss. Uh, but you could tell like it was obviously a magical moment like, you know, whoa. And so he does that and then he leans again and grabs her by the cheek, by the face and kisses her again. And such a great scene such a great scene um yeah so a lot of stuff has happened so um pretty much like again like that was the ending um i wanted to go into my favorite moments and that was episode 11 was one of my favorite moments a lot of my favorite moments are from the first episode when they meet such great great timing pretty much anything majority of my favorite moment of this show is their interaction and um uh, let's see yeah i I think i want to say that their interactions mm -hmm, those are my favorite moments and then towards like the middle of the show there's this um she finds out that he has a detonator it's not it doesn't it's literally he just did it so to save to keep them safe but she finds out they're in a room and i don't know what possessed her to do this but she he's telling her like look like i just want to keep you safe like i want you out of here i don't want to kill anyone you know just wait these eight days or wait these nine days and i'll leave and you'll never see me again 
And she's confused because at that point she finds out that he was holding onto a paper airplane that she made that she wrote a letter to him. But she didn't send it or anything. She just flew it out outside of the dorm and that's where um, he picked it up and he like kept it. Which, by the way, if you guys don't know, that one Jung Hyun has at his house. Look, I don't... Okay, I'm not going to say my opinion. But I support it. Anyways, I support them. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying anything. I don't know. Who knows? They, they probably... <sighs> okay, uh, let me not talk about Let me talk about the actors. And let's talk about the show. Um... <laughs> So she finds out, she's kind of confused, like, okay, why did you, why did you keep it? And she, he's obviously not going to say anything. And so when he's walking away, he, she holds him, or she gives him a back hug. And he, such a great, such a great scene, because he's like, you could tell that he's fighting the urge to just hold her. So he's just there, he stops, and he like, is about to release, like, just take... She, he grabs her hands and he was about to like kind of not throw her but kind of like take her off or like push her off because he's like you know obviously he cannot show his feelings because otherwise they're gonna kill her um so he grabs her hands like from his waist because she's obviously giving a bad hug and right when he's about to pull her apart he's like <sighs> she's like wait don't go you know whatever trying to be all cute and he stops and he's there for a second and then he grabs her hands and she obviously holds his hands too they let go of each other she, they're still holding hands and they face each other and he's like they're holding hands and they're looking at each other and he literally he pulls her in and he holds her he holds her and it's such a great time because it's like at a crucial moment i think it was episode nine ish i think crucial moment very very crucial moment where you don't know at that point what he's feeling because he's been trying to hide it this whole time but that hug was almost better than the kiss but the kiss was amazing but that hug from him was just showing like how much he truly wanted her you know how much he really loves her how much he cared about her and like he was just wanting to hold her for so long like he's been wanting to just hold her it's just like ah, they're just like holding each other and like she's kind of like giving in for a second but then she pretty much steals the detonator from his back pocket and then like yeah obviously so uh, so great moments till that happens um then there's the moment where he's telling her like look like just do this and she's not listening she's trying to escape to see her brother's burial blah 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 and he just goes at her like, can you just listen to me? Like, you're making things worse. Like, I'm trying to keep you safe. And then I think that's where it hit her like, oh. Because then when she saw Dr. Kong just kind of go at her and like beat her. Um, I think she just slapped her, but she really like slapped her. And like had her be locked up with no food or water. She finally realized like. Oh, even before that, when Comrade Drew was trying to kill her, and then she, he literally used himself as a shield to keep her safe, and he got shot at one point, or, like, it grazed his arm, and she realized, like, oh, like, he was trying to save me, like, and he's done that before, and I think that's where it clicked in her, like, oh, okay, you know, those are the moments that I really enjoyed a lot, like, where it was clicking to her, like, oh, like, maybe there's more than meets the eye in this maybe i need to figure out what's going on because 
even I, I I know that she still had feelings for him throughout the whole situation. Like, I'm you can't just get over someone that quick, you know. So when she realized that, she's like, oh, okay, like you actually do want to save us, but you're trying not to kill your comrades by admitting that. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so those moments, I absolutely, I absolutely loved. And then scenes where you see how, what he's done for other people, like save Kong Moo, save Dr. Kong. Um, there's moments you see where you see the kind of person that Suho is, and then his sister as well. Like, that's one thing that I didn't like, is that they didn't really show that his sister was actually safe. Like, I wish that would have made me feel... That would have made me feel a little bit better. The fact that she stayed alive. And I wish they would have showed her, like... I think if I were a writer, I would probably... I mean, who am I? I'm, I? Who am I? I'm not a writer. Like, who am I? Like, I don't want... This This is just for fun, okay? But I think I would have showed the sister, like, in an older age. With her kids all grown up. And just kind of, like, you know, and just kind of reminisce about Suho. That would have made me feel a hundred times better because he died for her safety you know and if she would have died too it's like come on like come on you know like but supposedly he had told dr kong like hey like once you get over there make sure all our families are safe so we don't know if she said yeah like i think she agreed but we i don't know if that was true what i'm hoping is that she did she goes back she gets all of them keeps them safe who knows i don't know um but yeah that's that's one thing that i kind of wish would change with the ending even if if they don't want to change the fact that he died like okay fine whatever but at least have some kind of closure because the only people that had closure are the people that did not deserve as another thing like i'm supposed to be talking about my favorite moments but i'm going off on a rant i'm so sorry i'm just so upset like people who do not deserve closure end up having closure this feels like a breakup like like someone who hurt me and then they're over here like falling in love again and finding like being happy and i'm over here still hurt like what in the heck it's like someone you know like why you know like people who got yeah those people that were part of the scheme including young rose dad like they got arrested fine but they still lived you know like they what they like they lost money and now they're incarcerated like come on like there's so much worse things dr kong like i wish they would have just changed changed places where it was suho who survived not dr kong like i just feel like she didn't deserve it not that she doesn't deserve to die i'm sorry yeah not that she didn't deserve to live it was just like it would have been more helpful if suho survived instead of instead of um her like she's the one that ended up surviving and she didn't really deserve it because she was also in it for herself and so it's just kind of like uh, why do they do that why do they keep her alive and not suho like i don't understand i don't know it's just you know and then the guys they obviously died like they just wanted to see their family, but they died. And I think the only ones that they didn't even okay, the people, the good people, I don't even think they had closure. 
because Kangmu and Hana, like, I think they got back together, I think. Um, Hana find, found out why he, why Kangmu had left because of her dad, because her dad was also, like, an evil prick. Um, but I think that was a good thing for her to find out so that she realized that, hey, like, he actually still loved her. It's just that something happened where he had to leave her. Um, but I think they had some kind of a closure, but not really because they were kind of like happy they were together but you just see that there's some kind of sadness and then obviously like young Ro, like she doesn't get closure and she's like she tried also her best to keep everyone safe and and towards the end all her friends find out that she's the daughter the daughter of the anisb director and they get so pissed they get so upset at her like they just stop talking to her and there's no closure in that either. Like, you don't know if they completely stopped talking to her. Like, it's almost as if she's just left alone. Like, she's betrayed by her father. Her mother's dead. Her brother's dead. Her, the love of her life died in front of her. And then her friends left her because of that she's a daughter of, you know, Ung Chong Su, director of, um, of the NSP. And you don't see any type of closure, like, with her. Like, I don't understand why why you would do that in a story. You know, like, it was so inconclusive to me. And maybe they could have said, like, oh, this is so beautiful because, you know, she's there in a coffee shop and she's crying. But it's like, so what? Like, she's just miserable forever. Like, I don't, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just didn't, I, it didn't seem mature enough for me like fine again like you want to kill him off fine but conclude her story you know conclude the story i'm really i'm sorry i'm like so upset like conclude the story you know i don't know um yeah man that was that was yeah they did not her who she deserved it they did not conclude it yeah so yeah um so going back to my favorite moments um i think my what else um i think these are just at the top of my head because um i did write the ones that i mentioned that i wrote down but what i did also want to do as like an honorable mention was um I think I already said it, but the beginning, like, the the way that he showed his true, who he tr- truly was, I think, at the beginning, and then towards the end where they had the interaction. So, like, after the kiss and stuff like that, and, and how he just shows how much he truly cared about her. I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. At the end, he gives her back then, because she obviously took it off and, like, threw it. But he gives it back to her, and um, she keeps it. And I just remember—I just remember like little things, like how he said he wanted to stay alive, and how his sister was like gave him. Maybe because she, I don't know, maybe because he gave the necklace away. Maybe that's why he died. But like it jinxed it. Who knows? But she gave him the necklace and told him like you have to return. Like, and and I said this before. Like I feel like. She, 
he's telling her she's telling him sorry she's telling him like you have to stay alive but he ended up being the sacrificial lamb like why but yeah (laughs) so those are pretty much all my favorite moments i my main 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 favorite moments um but for the most part it's just when she realizes like you know that he truly does has loved her and cares about her and trying to keep everyone safe and then um my last mention of my favorite moments was when doc no no i'm sorry when kongmu and suho uh, like why did they show that sorry i'm so upset okay i you guys are gonna be so annoyed by by the time this ends of how many times i've said i'm so upset but when they work together that's like my one of my top favorite moments the, those episodes where they work together um they try to find out different things like i think they kind of tricked the nsp like staff to bring them in like supplies and fried chicken and like things like that but it just goes haywire because there's there was a stupid janitor who tells the northern who tells anus oh my gosh bunok oh gosh i cannot stand her um they just they just mess everything up to save their own skin to save their own skin they mess everything up it was going in a good direction to their advantage where they could have they could have escaped they could have been fine but I'm pretty sure that if they would have escaped, Anyang Ro and um, Suho would have separated either way. Which, I mean, it's inevitable because he has to go back to his country. But at least there would have been that closure of like, hey, we lived this, we survived this. But for the rest of my life, I'll never forget you. And we, I hope that we meet again. And then maybe they could have met in like 10 years from here. Seven years from here, from now, whatever, met again in whatever circumstance and then had their happy moment or something, you know. But no, like there had to be rats, there had to be mold, there had to be freaking bunok for whatever reason to save her skin. T- says, you know, um, pretty much compromises everything. She it, Just to save her skin, like even though they could have been, they could have made it out alive, even though she knew that that they were working towards that and then the janitor guy obviously like in secret he was telling north korea that kong mu and suho were working together and like the students knew about the scheme and all this stuff it's just like it's like why why put me through all that if they're gonna end up dead anyways you know like if, if he's gonna die anyways like why why show that relationship flourish between kong mu that like kind of bromance kind of brotherly type of friendship kind of grow together because even hana was like there's just moment of relief where hana comes back in with like the food um and they see each other together standing there she's like wow like i cannot get used to this but i feel relieved that moment was such a good moment because they end up working together to fight against the higher-ups and so i was like this is good this is going this i like this like i like where that was going because i thought that they were gonna stick it to the man but it didn't happen like it just went south yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know how (laughs) yeah so i don't know by then how i if i still 
I guess what I want to say is from episode 1 to 12, I absolutely loved. From there on, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm going to try to see if I can rewatch and see how I feel because I just didn't like how everything just turned and I don't know if they were trying to show like like the reality of it or just show that like they could show a little bit of glimmer like they would just give us a glimmer of hope and then bam like something else intercepted it's just kind of like and then it it was always like a play of power like like Namtail would lose power, then he would gain it, and then it was like Hana that would use Hana, and then they would try to arrest her again. And like it was just too much back and forth of like switching sides. It's just like I, I didn't like that either. It was kinda like, okay, like can we just get to the point? Like, can you just arrest those? Like why why like at this point it's like, okay, who's gonna be the one who's gonna do it? Who's gonna blow up the dorm? Like who? Because everybody's, like, coming back and then, like, losing power and then coming back and then getting arrested. Like, it's just, like, come on. Like, what? Is this really how we do it? This is how really it works. I was really frustrated about that. Like, probably they, they wanted to show some kind of, like, suspense or whatever. But it was kind of, like, I think it was a bit overkill. I know. I'm saying this about Snowdrop. Like, I was loving it. But then towards the end, I don't know. I don't know if I... I don't know. I'm, I'm just... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Again, from episode, I want to say, I don't remember what 12 what happened in 12, but I want to say from episode one to maybe 11 to 12, like those, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But from there on, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I liked where it was going. I don't think it, at all. I don't like, not just the fact that he died and the fact that, you know, Dr. Kong was able to live comfortably and everybody else. Like, and this is not the reason why I didn't like it. I didn't like, sorry. I didn't like that the exchanges of powers and like, it's kind of like, is this real? Like, it almost seems like this is too, like, the, everybody's just playing a game. And it's just, is this really politics is really how the government would be able to work you know what i mean like it just at that point it wasn't it was overkill with that and i i just didn't like it where it was going at that point it was very just childish to me and then it was like the fact that they had him die it was kind of like really you know like i I don't know i just it this could have ended way better this could have definitely ended way better and and I'm so sad about it. I'm so sad about it. But but yeah, so my final review of this, as I was kind of explaining right now, is I guess watch it at your own discre- uh, description because you will definitely have your heart broken. I'm just going to warn you right now. Don't expect a happy ending. Just watch it for what it is. Enjoy the story, the storyline. But at the end, it's going to be... Mm, I don't know. I don't know if you'll like the ending. I don't know if you'll like where the story goes. But it's a really great start. A really great middle. Um, 
but then from there towards the end you might like it you may not like it a lot of people loved it love like sad and tragic endings like that a lot of people um didn't like it not because it was bad because it it was they liked it but they didn't like that he died you know um so i don't know i don't know how you guys feel about it again like i i'll say that i i'll say that i recommend it i'll i'll say i recommend it i'll, I'll say that um but it's up to you it's up to you like i think at the beginning i was like you have to watch it but now it's like it's up to you like you know what no 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 i recommend this show because jung Hae-in did an amazing job he his acting and his the way that he portrayed and displayed like emotion in this character with his eyes because sometimes he didn't even have much to say or didn't have that many lines like he did an, a phenomenal job he did fantastic so i would say watch it to see his performance and then jisoo like as her first lead um lead character moment you know lead role she did amazing too like she broke my heart because she her character who the character that she plays was such a happy-go-lucky type of girl and she ends up being heartbroken it's just so sad the way she the way she portrayed it amazing and everybody else amazing from kim Hyun to you know um yuina like everyone everyone did an amazing job so i i i'll say i recommend it because you should definitely not miss out on this these performances and you know it was the type of show where it's like yeah they had a lot of people but it was a it, it, nobody overshadowed anyone everybody well worked really well together um and the fact that the whole entire show well, for the majority of the show was all at the dorm it very cleverly done very cleverly yeah very uh well written towards until like episode 13 i want to say from there it's just kind of like what's the point what's the point of me learning about this story like it just seems like it's just true crime type of story no i'm just kidding um yeah like uh, i i'll say that directing was great was amazing the color palettes the um the the soundtrack oh so heartbreaking but just so so fitting to the story the way they um edited in the score and the soundtrack to the film to the um to to yeah to the korean drama beautifully just well well done well executed um but yeah yeah that's this is my final review i enjoyed it i loved it i love the performances i hate the ending and i really was thinking about like do i really hate this ending but i i came up with the conclusion that i do hate the ending because they could have done better and my theory is i wanted to share my theories because this show does is surrounded by a, a lot of controversies but it's <sighs> again the main thing is the distortion of history and because it was surrounded by that I don't know, and because, you know, North Korea against South Korea, I don't know if because of that they killed him off. Because if he would have survived, like, they probably would have been even more mad. That it's like, oh, this is unrealistic, da-da-da-da-da. Like, 
they I think they want to show how ruthless the ANSP was. I think they wanted to show how ruthless they were and obviously North Korea was. And I think that's why they had him die and then have young Ro kind of like I think oh gosh, I'm going to get emotional. I think it was a representative of the people of South Korea of what they went through and how devastating it was and how they did not have closure and how pretty much how young Ro was left. That's how that's how it was i think that's maybe that's my theory i could be absolutely wrong again like you know people of south korea like uh, i really really respect you guys i hope that i don't say anything you know politically incorrect when i say my theory but i think that's my theory of why they had him die and be the sacrificial lamb and have her not have closure and just be you know just just be sad and not you don't even see her move on so i think there was just a a representative of what they of people what people went through and how yeah like how they they suffered through that they suffered with two different parties that were ruthless and they used the people for their own gain and they were hurt and then there's people like again like young Ro who had no conclusion people who died and or who were like you know yeah like who died tortured to death whatever whatever the case is and they just are sitting in a coffee shop reminiscing of that the loved one oh that's so that's so it's frustrating it's frustrating very 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 sad because i think about how that's most likely true for a lot of people and maybe that's why a lot of people were against this show because of the hurt that they got, had gone through that I could never imagine because I, I wasn't there. But I, I think maybe that's why they ended it the way that they ended to show that. I could be absolutely wrong, but that's just my theory. And um, I'm just going to go with that. Um, but yeah, guys, like... If you guys have finished the show, let me know. What do you guys think of the ending? Do you guys agree with me? Do you guys feel like that is the case? Or they do you think that they just wanted to, like, you know, add some kind of, like, some kind of twist to it and then just kind of make it really tragic? And just for, like, whatever, art's sake, I guess. Um, or do you, do you agree with my theory? Like, let me know. Let me know how you guys feel, how you guys liked it. Um, but overall... Overall, I'm glad that they <laughs> that they were able to work together. I hope that um, Jung Hyun and Jisoo end up working again, where there's like a happy ending, whether it's a rom com, whatever kind of genre. But I want them to be like in another love, like like they're each other loves love interest in a show. Like, come on, guys! Like, someone start a petition. Like, I want them together. I want them to see together. I need happiness from them too. Do I? do i ship these two yes like chemistry is absolutely there chemistry off screen too is there too but i don't want to give in too much because i don't know if they're doing it to promote the show because like he's posted a lot about her like tagged her like photo by jisoo like liked her stuff but I, you know maybe he's that kind of guy who like likes whoever's friends that he has um I don't know if it's just like a promotion thing 
and even like the off screen um behind the scenes and stuff like that there's just like little things it's like oh that looks like why are you guys you know you guys look like you're flirty but i mean again it could be just for promotional purposes i don't know but <laughs> whatever the case is Jung Hae-in, Jisoo, if you guys, if you two are dating, I 100% support, as a blink myself, I 100% support, you guys not only look so great together, you guys look lovely, lovely together, you guys have wonderful chemistry off screen, and you can see that you, you care about each other, I don't know if that's true, but I, I support you guys, I definitely support you guys, so, if they end up together, I'd be so happy, because it's like, at least closure for myself but but either way that's for fun i'd ship them for fun but <laughs> i'm just like come on like <laughs> dispatch where are you no, i'm just kidding um but yeah guys like that's pretty much it i definitely wanted to do this show completely different i wanted to do a little bit more organized but because i was so emotional about it, it was really hard for me um but yeah that's that's pretty much it this is my final review and my final thoughts on it um i tried to share a little bit about my favorite moments but it was just really hard to get through because of how again i was frustrated about it um but yeah let me know again like let me know guys like how you guys feel about the show and um yeah like interact with me if you guys watched it if you guys are planning to watch it or if you guys are like no way definitely no way um but in the meantime the next episode will be the finale of the king's affection and then i'll be doing the friday uh friday random takes on upcoming shows uh coming in february and march that i'm super excited for and then for the month of february as like valentine's day come i'm gonna do like back to back to back um like recaps or reviews on um like rom-coms that i really enjoyed um not all at once i'll try to like it'll be like back to back like day by day until like february 14th um on the ones that i truly just enjoyed um just to just as like a february like a valentine's day type of thing um but yeah, just look, keep a lookout for those. And I really hope that you enjoyed it. I know it was emotional. I tried so hard to keep it together. <laughs> but again, you guys, overall, I do, I did love this show. I absolutely love the show. And I hope you guys, um, yeah, you guys just go watch it for yourself and let me know. And um, yeah, can't wait for the next one. And have a wonderful, wonderful night, wonderful, wonderful day hang in there we got this you got this thank you so much for joining me at the k drama cafe podcast